Hey, homies. I'm Katie. I'm Sydney. And this is Something Sick. I was really worried I said your name for a second. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Katie. (laughs) I'm Sydney. Do you sound the same? No. (laughs) What if we do? I don't know. I don't think we do. But also, I can't tell Ash and Elena on Morbid apart. I have no problem. And you have no problem. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't think we sound the same. I don't think we do either. (laughs) The one thing that we wanted to discuss on this podcast before the case is kind of a couple weeks late but yeah on the bachelorette the first night night one only night one there was this guy i don't even know his name he doesn't really deserve to have his name said (laughs) no but first off he drove a janky rv yeah to the mansion like rvs are fine yeah but it was bad and And dirty yeah he didn't clean it it was an old rv yeah like, and he didn't clean up for it, but he invited her inside. He invited the bachelorette Katie inside. And also his job description. This is what it was. Sydney, take it away. He, like, it literally will only say, you know, like, their name and then their age and their job, right? Yeah. And so his job, like, description, the short description that they gave was surgical skin salesman. Yeah. What the heck? And it's just, mm, no, no. I don't think you want to go in his RV. No. Like, no. I know that it, surgical skin is a thing, but. Find a different name for it. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't sound on. good. And why would you tell. I would write like medical salesman. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would not be that specific. <laughs> anyway, that's just so bizarre. Sound like a serial killer. Yeah, we just needed to talk about it. <laughs> Spoiler alert. He went home that night. Yeah. She was not into the no. RV. All she wanted to do was get out of there. So, Which probably would have been in the same boat. So, yeah. understand. I don't think I would have gone in it. No. I'm like, I'm good from out here. Like, I can I can get the vibe. Yeah. Not into it. We would go on the Destination Fear RV, everyone. In a heartbeat. <laughs> so, if, you know, someone's out there that was going to invite us. Yeah. We would go. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. The people that listen to us that like don't care about Destination Fear no. are like, shut and up. <laughs> and we're like, it's the only show we that gives us anything. <laughs> that gives us anything. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. Yeah. It yeah. gives us everything. It gives us laughs. It gives us ghosts. It gives us two cute guys for us to both like. <laughs> two? <laughs> yes, they count as one thing. No, I just mean oh. <laughs> we like Dakota, but we really like Alex. Oh, and but Taylor. we don't like Dakota no. like that. <laughs> I, know. I was laughing about it being two guys. Oh, I thought you were doing because I held show. up three finger up. <laughs> Once again, everyone That's is like, so... we don't. Care. I forget people can't see him. <laughs> yeah, yep. that had nothing to do with the podcast. Nope, wasn't planning on talking about it. Um, yeah. Alrighty. I'm just going to jump into it. Sounds good. Tell us about what we're talking about. So before I say anything, this one is kind of rough because we're talking about children. So Yay. if you're sensitive to that and you don't want to listen, then we totally understand that. Yep. Feel free to skip right yep. along. So also the case I'm covering today is technically solved, but there is a lot of contention over it. Gotcha. So People are just really split on it Mm. and people are split on whether it was prosecuted correctly and people get really angry. 
Mm-hmm. Like when I was looking at like articles and stuff, people in the comments were like fighting each other. <laughs> well, so good for them, I guess. I mean, yeah. Defend your side. Um, Where did this take place? This happened in Texas. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to start by laying out what happened and then Ooh, kind wait, of go on. into the theories. Yeah, Texas listeners. Sorry, guys. <laughs> We give a lot of crap to Texas, but we love our listeners that are in, in Texas. Texas. And we've, I've never been. You never, oh, I've, no. been, I've been a few times. I've never been. I was a kid. But I went to the water park. <laughs> we give a lot of crap to Texas, but also I know that that's, that in itself is controversial. Yeah. People will Ooh, get angry. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Anyway, sorry. Literally have no reason. I just think it's funny to kind of hate on them. But yeah. anyway, sorry, sorry. <laughs> we're going to get canceled. I know. Okay. Go back to what you were saying. I cut you anyway, off. Anyway. Um, so I'm going to kind of go over what happened and then kind of get into the theories a little bit i'm gonna do my best to not inject my opinion into when i'm saying what happened but i do have opinions so okay anyway so darlie routier and her husband darren were high school sweethearts they got married when darlie was 18 and darren was 20 and they had three sons together Devin, Damon, and Drake. And they really like the letter D. My dad is Derek and his brother was Damon. Ooh, mm-hmm. weird. But there's no Derek but, in this one. Yeah. Finally. But also the names. I got so confused. Damon. I already forgot everyone else. That was just my uncle's name. Damon, Devin, and Drake. Devin and Drake. Are the sons. Okay. And Darren is the dad. Darren is the dad. I'm just picturing Darren Chris. 100% he's not just like Darren Chris Darren at all. Chris. It's also spelled D-A-R-I-N. Okay. Still thinking about Darren Chris. <laughs> not allowed. <laughs> Sydney I love Darren loves Darren Chris. Chris. <laughs> so much. You're not allowed to think of him. It's too late. He's the only Darren I know. <laughs> this man had like a mullet and a mustache. I'm just kidding. My neighbor back home is named Darren. Okay. Also. I'm also not him. It's not yeah, him, guys. Anyway. Not him. Um, yeah. So they really like the letter D and it got really confusing for me. But and her name is also Darlie. Darlie. Yeah. <laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. And <laughs> I just have to say that today I was doing a video shoot with this thing and we had a mannequin and they decided to name it Darlene and then they kept calling her Darlie. <laughs> and I was like, Weird. I'm about to talk about a murder. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So the case. <laughs> yes. So Darlie and Darren moved their family to Rowlett, Texas, which is a suburb outside of Dallas after Darren's career seemed to be taking off. He owned like a technology company or store or something like that. He was like an entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. And Darlie was known as a very sweet mom and she liked to bake for all of the neighborhood kids. I also saw somewhere that they called their house, like the neighborhood kids called their house the Nintendo house because they had like all of the nice Nintendo stuff and fun darlie was mostly a housewife um but it didn't sound like she was entirely happy with this like i think she wanted to be a stay-at-home mom but she and darren also only had one car which meant that when he was working like she was Mm -hmm. just like stuck at home so she didn't really love that yeah i also would not love no yeah so on june 6th 1996 26-year-old Darlie fell asleep on the couch watching TV with 6-year-old Devin and 5-year-old Damon. And it sounds like they were, like, sleeping 
either on the couch with her or like on the floor like they had okay. all been watching tv the kids fell asleep and darren had been downstairs with them but he went upstairs to sleep around 12 30 or 1 um and drake the baby was upstairs in his crib by that point okay and it sounds like darley slept on the couch sometimes because she was a light sleeper and the baby woke her up which are I, you supposed to get up for the baby <laughs> well i think until it's or was the yeah. sleep training i mean yes okay. but i think like she made it sound like even if he was just like moving around oh, but dang. then it's like also like take some melatonin or something like also like your husband is moving around and like you're sleeping downstairs with the yeah, five-year-old and the six-year-old like you've been sleeping next to your husband for a long time and he doesn't wake you up exactly so i don't know that's just yeah okay what weird, lady. but what, whatever what day was this again sorry june 6th june 6th <sighs> just happened i'm just kidding <laughs> i mean yeah kind of but anyway so darley fell asleep like after the boys did too so like once again i'm trying not to interject my opinion but it to me, it's weird that, like, you wouldn't wake them up and tell them to go upstairs to their beds. Oh, uh, yeah. My parents would be like, they would have told me a lot. Like, as soon as I started falling asleep, yeah. they'd be like, okay, get up before you actually fall asleep exactly. down here. So, anyway. So, Darley fell asleep sometime after Darren went upstairs. So, around 1230 or 1. And at 2.31 a.m., police received a call from Darley. She was frantic and said that someone had broken in and stabbed her along with her two oldest sons. So the 911 call, I listened to it uh, and it's no. very interesting. Um, she's like really frantic and there's a lot about it that we'll get into later. Um, but just to kind of go over some of the basics of it, the call lasted six minutes and I'll just give you a few quotes to give you an idea of like things that she was saying. Um, so she started out by telling the operator, quote, somebody came in, they broke in, they just stabbed me and my little boys. Um, then at one point she said, they're dead. Oh God, Devin is already dead. Um, she said, I don't even know who did this and we got to figure out who it was. And then she said to Darren, once he was downstairs, she said, somebody who did it intentionally walked in here and did it, Darren. There's nothing touched. And then when the police arrived, she told them, quote, go look out in the garage. They left a knife. And the operator was still on the phone and said, don't touch anything. And Darley then said, I already touched it and picked it up. We could have gotten the prince, maybe. Yeah, this does not look good or sound good for her at all. Yeah. Do you know this case? Like a little bit? I don't think I do. Okay. But yeah, it's definitely not trying to interject too much, but it definitely doesn't look good. Oh, I'll give my opinion. That sounds bad. Yeah. <laughs> if my... God forbid if I have children and one of them gets it out, I'm not going to be like immediately like, we have to find out who did this. My thought is, can someone get here and yeah. take care of my child? Like, <laughs> yeah. So Are, what year was this? 96. Right. Is she still alive? She is. Kay. Yes. Okay. I hope she hears. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so no, no, no. Darley's husband, Darren, claimed that he was upstairs in bed and he heard glass breaking and he ran downstairs to find blood everywhere. And by his account, it sounds like by the time he made it downstairs, Darley was already on the phone with the police. Um, he ran over to six-year-old Devin, and this is where it's going to start getting graphic with oh, kids. No. So if you need to skip ahead a little bit, that's okay. But Devin had been stabbed twice in the chest, and he had been stabbed so brutally that the knife went like all oh, the way no. through. Uh, yeah. That's what I thought you were going to say, and I was not looking forward yeah. to it. So Darren attempted to perform CPR on Devin, but when police arrived, Devin was already dead. And Darren told them it's no use that Devin was blowing air like through his chest. Yeah. And listen, not to shit on his problem solving, but the answer to being stabbed is not to perform CPR. No. <laughs> 
because you're just pumping more blood. Like, Ow. I know nothing about medical but no, anything, but yeah. like put pressure on the wound. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Yeah. That's not the thing to do. Anyway, he was just trying to help, I think. Yeah. But And then there was five-year-old Damon. And when paramedics arrived, Damon was still alive, but he had sustained at least six stab wounds to his back. And paramedics did attempt to save him, but he died on scene. That is sad. It's really sad. Okay, tell me about her being so, stabbed. <laughs> Darlie had been stabbed in the neck. Oh, and like last week. Yeah, I know. We've talked about a lot of stabbings Ooh, in our past hey weeks, guys. which is weird. Yep. But so the wound basically went like across her throat and it was a little bit higher near her right ear. So it's kind of like diagonal. Ouch. Um, she also had some like minor stab wounds on both of her arms. And when police arrived, she was holding like a green towel to her neck to try and stop the bleeding. Um, she had been wearing a necklace at the time of the attack and it essentially saved her life. Mm-hmm. The metal from her necklace stopped the knife from hitting her carotid artery mm-hmm. by two millimeters. Dang, that is uh, not a lot. Yeah. However, the necklace was like buried in her neck. So it had to be like Ooh. surgically removed. Ow. Yeah. I would not be able to do that to myself, though, to be honest. That's the that yes. part is like, how would you do that to yourself? I know. Gross. So Darlie claims that she woke up on the couch to find someone standing over her. And she said it was just one person. And she can't remember what he looked like. But she fought with him, like essentially like wrestling with her with him before and he ran away. The husband didn't hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he ran away and dropped the knife in the utility room, which led to the garage. It's kind of like a laundry room by the looks of it or like okay. a mud room that like yeah. went out to their garage. Okay. So she said he dropped the knife there and it was only after he was gone that Darlie claims she realized that she and her children had been stabbed. And, okay. Then why did he was fighting you with a knife? Yeah. <laughs> and I think <laughs> oh, like, now I've been stabbed. Yeah. First of all, you would notice that he'd like stab you while you're fighting him. But I, I, I noticed my neck. I know. That's my thing. I'm oh. like, I get adrenaline, but you didn't know you he would have been he, stabbed in the neck? You know he had he was holding it there, at least. So yeah. Okay, whatever. It's just it's weird. Yeah. And so now I'm gonna give you a few more facts just about the general scene. There was jewelry laid out on the kitchen counter, like a lot of it, suggesting that the motive wasn't robbery. Okay. There was evidence of blood patterns of the knife being on the carpet and on the kitchen counter, but there was no evidence of the knife being dropped in the utility room. Like there was no blood. Okay. Like on the floor to suggest it had been dropped there. And there was yeah. a lot of blood on the yeah. knife. Oh, I'm sure. Three yeah. people. Um, the knife was left on the kitchen counter and um, it was from the routier's kitchen and it was like missing from their knife block. Okay. So they came in stealthily not to leave anything and then grabbed a knife from their house and still left it there instead of taking it with them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Whatever. A window screen in the garage was slashed. But there was dust still left on the windowsill underneath it. Um, And police do say, or like in regards to this case, police said that most intruders don't cut screens because they can be easily pried off. Yeah. Um, And I will say, I couldn't find pictures of the actual screen, but I saw like recreations. Mm -hmm. And the slash is like cut in a triangle with like the skinniest part, like one of the skinniest parts of the triangle at the bottom. Okay, weird. Which was like a weird way to climb through it, you know? That was how the screen was cut. A few houses down, like 75 yards away from the Routier's house, there was a sock 
with both Devin and Damon's blood on it. It was like a little boy's sock. Um, Darlie's blood was not present on the sock at all. Okay. Um, and then... How, how many blocks was that away? Or miles? It, it was 75 yards away. Yards. So okay. like a couple houses down. Yeah. Who took that there? I don't know. That looks good for her, I guess. I know. It's, this case is so... Yeah. I, I, I have opinions, but I also yeah. don't know. It's like very... Yeah. Anyway. Also, I said earlier that Darren woke up when he heard glass break, but the only broken glass in the house was on top of a set of Darlie's bloody footprints. So there was no blood like over top of the glass. Yeah. If that makes sense, like it was the blood prints, like her bloody footprints were underneath the glass, okay. which suggests that she had chased the assailant through the kitchen before okay. the glass breaks. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So okay. interesting. Because also if it broke before she chased him, she would have glass in her foot. foot yeah. So yeah, no. I don't know. The police department that handled this case had only ever handled one other multiple homicide. So they weren't, like, super experienced. Yeah. Here's the thing with those, like, I am happy that these people have not had to handle yeah. a lot of these, but also you need to know how to handle them. Yeah. Like, you should have practice when you're learning how to do your job. Yeah. Like, it sounds like when they came in and, like, took pictures of the scene, like, they were, like, out of order and things. That like, it doesn't happens. sound like they, like, completely botched it, but they definitely, like, could have done things better. And it's something to note. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, when Darlie was released from the hospital, so she was taken to the hospital, obviously, had her surgery and stuff. She and Darren were immediately taken to the police department and questioned separately. And at Before this point, the hospital? Or after the hospital. After. Okay. And it sounds like she had also been questioned at some point in the hospital. Like there, I think yeah, she had so been she questioned a few times before then. For, to get her necklace out? Yes. Um, at this point, she kind of changed her story. So she said at this point that when she woke up, she woke up because she heard Damon like calling for her. Okay. Which isn't completely different. Like it doesn't make the stories like mutually exclusive really. Yeah. But people use it as like a way to point out inconsistencies. Yeah. Because the first time she just said like, I just woke up, you know, like. Yeah. But also you could say if she were saying the exact same words, then that's more guilty if you repeat the exact same story. Exactly. So people use it as a way to like point out inconsistencies, but they're not necessarily different. So Mm -hmm. 12 days after the murder, Darlie and Darren were questioned again. And it was at this point that Darlie was arrested. Darren was not arrested, but. They had no reason to. Yeah. Police believed that there was no assailant and that Darlie planned the murder of her sons and injured herself to paint herself as a victim. So that is a brutal way to paint yourself as a victim. I will say that. Yes. She was charged with capital murder and she was only tried for Damon's death. So there are a couple of reasons that they did this. I never understand that. So firstly, Damon was five and in Texas, at least, Murder cases involving a victim younger than six years old are eligible for the death penalty. Okay. So they wanted her to get the death penalty. Yeah. And secondly, their idea was if they tried her for Damon's death and she was found innocent, they could try. They could try her again for Devin. That makes sense. Okay. So yeah, and they moved the trial from Rowlett to Kerrville, Texas, in attempts to avoid bias among the jury. Yeah. But this city is like really known for convicting people, especially in cases involving the death penalty. Mm, great. Yeah. So there's that. Good luck, lady. 
And so before I get into all the theories and stuff, Darley was convicted of the murder of Damon and was given the death penalty. She is still on On death death row. row. Yes. In Texas. Yes. She's one of only like 53 women in the United States on death row. Can't be that many. Yeah. And they're still doing the death penalty down there. Neither of us agree with the death penalty. So, but anyway. Nope. So the first theory that we're going to talk about, which is the one that, you know, the state believes is that she was guilty of killing her sons. So first of all, the thing that I think of is the not waking up at being stabbed. Yeah. I don't know how you do Because like, as her story goes, she had already been stabbed by the time she like fought with him. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, how did you not wake up? How did you not know you had been stabbed? Also, yeah. she sounded like she was slashed. Yeah, not it was slashed, but like but everything. Then she had stab yeah. wounds on her. Arms. She had stab wounds on her arms. I think I would notice that. I think that would hurt. Well, and also, I didn't even think about this when I was researching. She claimed she was this light sleeper that yeah. couldn't sleep in the room oh, with her I didn't baby, wake up. and yeah. she didn't hear because her sons had already been stabbed by the point she woke up. Yeah, liar. like you She's didn't. She's a liar. You That's didn't lie. hear them being stabbed. Yeah, I just. That doesn't or, make sense. Why would you like if you're I don't know why you would mention that you're a light sleeper if that's just gonna yeah. add to the guilty thing. Like because and if I she think, hadn't ever said yeah. that, then I would think like maybe she was a heavy sleeper, didn't hear it happen, you know? Yeah. But but yeah. I think because to me it's just like, oh, I needed an excuse for why I was sleeping downstairs. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. I don't know. And her husband wasn't like, let's all go to bed, guys. Like Yeah. So now I'm gonna talk about the nine one one call a little bit. Yeah. There is this blog where this guy does like statement analysis on things. And so he did statement analysis on the 911 call and also on her police statement. Mm-hmm. And it is fascinating. <laughs> I could have spent a long time like reading this whole thing. Yeah. Um, highly recommend it. I think it's literally like statement analysis dot blogspot or something. Great. But so he basically talks a lot about how Darlie in her 911 call shows no maternal denial, which is when, you know, you find out your kids are missing. You find out yeah. your kids are dead and you're like, like no, no, they're that not. can't be happening. Yeah. She immediately accepts that her children are dead. Yeah. He also comes to several conclusions. Um, one of uh, here's a couple of the conclusions that he came to. One of them was that the caller, a.k.a. Darley, had the need to persuade police that someone came into the home. So, like, literally, when you call 911 and they say, like, what's your emergency? emergency? It's supposed to be the most pressing thing. Yeah. My kid was stabbed. She started out with someone broke in. They came into the home. Yeah. So. Yeah. He also came to the conclusion that. Darlie could not keep her pronouns or articles straight. So she kept saying they and then using somebody and then being like, it was a man. So she like kept like switching mm-hmm. what she was saying. Um, and she also started out by saying somebody in like a singular form and yeah. then saying they in a plural form. Yeah. Because like at the time, in 96, you're not saying they is like a, a pronoun. pronoun. Yeah. <laughs> like you're saying they is multiple yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At one point, she even says he ran out, uh, they ran out in the garage. Uh, like, she, like, switches it. Yeah. So, it's like, there was no need for you to correct that pronoun. Yeah. And so, basically, the guy doing the statement analysis kind of is suggesting she did it, and that's why she can't keep the pronoun straight. Oh, yeah. 
So she didn't have time to make up a store, like yeah. a consistent, so. calm-ish story. Mm-hmm. Um, he also concluded that the caller has intimate knowledge of the killer's intentions and thoughts because she said to Darren, somebody who did it intentionally. Intention- yeah. Nothing was touched. Exactly. How do you know nothing was touched? Exactly. Um, And then he also said, the caller is more concerned with evidence pointing to her than her children's lives. Yeah. Which is my whole thing with the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Like, during the whole phone call, she does not ask for medical advice. Yeah. Like, usually you're like, what can I do? do? What what should I do? Like, my son is bleeding or I'm bleeding. Yeah. What do I do? Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, Darren's in there trying to give them CPR, which is not helpful, but But he's at least doing something. Yeah. Um, he's doing the one medical thing he knows how to do and then also he's in there trying to save them she's also like keeps basically distracting him and being like darren i i don't know what who it is or whatever like she kept being like darren this darren that and it's like darren's he's focusing on your your children (laughs) yeah um so yeah lady there's also a few other things about it at one point she says He's just gushing blood, which I think she means Damon. She doesn't say who, but if she's claiming, because at this point she'd already said Devin is dead. So it's like, well, it can't be Devin. Yeah. Like his heart isn't pumping. I mean, I guess Darren was like giving him CPR. So yeah, but that's just weird to me. And then she also continually went back and forth between saying they're dying or they're dead yeah like which are what what is it exactly and like i understand that could be shock yeah but like one moment she's saying they're dead and literally the next she's saying like just hold on yeah and it's like that's interesting yeah that's not consistent he also talks about when they're alive in her conversation she refers to them as like my boys or like mm-hmm. my like my little boys or whatever. But then when she refers to them as dead, yeah. she refers to them as her babies, hmm. which is very interesting. Weird. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's the nine one one call. Very suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> um. Some other things that people thought was suspicious about Darley. Um. There were five thousand dollar life insurance policies out on both boys. Five thousand. Mm-hmm. Okay. And people really painted Darley as a spoiled woman who loved like a lavish lifestyle, and that she and Darren may have been having money troubles. So that's terrible. There's yeah. no obviously no good motive. No. But are you kidding? Ten thousand dollars. That's all you want. And that's part of it that I will get into later when I talk about her maybe being innocent. That I don't think that that would be her. Oh, motive. I don't think so. That's terrible. But anyway, so. A medical examiner called Darley w- Darley's wounds superficial. Yeah. Now, sure. that's a lot to unpack. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, your neck being sliced open doesn't really seem feel superficial. superficial, especially millimeters from the carotid artery. Yeah. Like, she knows where that is, though. Is exactly. But when you consider how aggressively Devin was stabbed. Yeah. Compared to, like, oh, your yes. carotid artery is, like, an inch under the skin, give or take. Yeah. Like that. Do you know how much it scares me? Like that. that. Yeah, I know. Oh God, sorry. But like that compared to how viciously Devin was stabbed does not make sense. Yeah. You know? No, it doesn't. Yeah. And there are also like things that said at one point online that her neck wound would have had to be been made with her non-dominant hand. Mm-hmm. But I, I think they've said that based on the angle. I don't really think that that's necessarily true. Yeah. Like, because I think because it's like kind of diagonal, mm-hmm. but I could imagine you being able to do it either way. I feel like you would be more likely to do it diagonal. Yeah. And higher up towards your dominant yeah. hand, right? Like that feels more natural. Yeah. <laughs> We're both just <laughs> literally <laughs> miming. 
hey, I would never do this. No, but, but I feel like with your dominant hand, say what they said that it was. So they think because it's higher towards her right side. Yeah. And that's her dominant hand. Yeah. Which makes more sense to me. That's way more. Sorry. I hit the mic. That's way more what I would do. But sorry. <laughs> no, that makes more sense. That's yeah. not what I would do. <laughs> that feels more natural than yeah. anything else. Like when and someone also, is doing that, like you're dead thing. Exactly. Like, <laughs> well, and then you think about it too. Also, just the idea of someone else like stabbing never, her while she was laying down. And I wouldn't go. They can do whatever they want. Well, I know. But like when you think of someone like slitting someone's throat like that. They're I not, only think of it from like behind and not like when they're Oh yeah, no. Horizontal. Just, like yeah. <laughs> it's just a very weird way to have stabbed yeah. her or cut her, cut her when she was laying down. Yeah, why didn't you sorry. Like if you were if it was someone else, why wouldn't they just kill her the same way that they yeah. killed them? It's very interesting. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Um so continuing. There was blood spatter on the back of Darlie's like nightshirt. And that could show one of two things. One that she was like not facing her sons while they were stabbed Mm -hmm. or like this blood spatter analysis analyst analyst is the word. Thank you. Um, (laughs) um, Claimed that it could have been cast off from her stabbing them. Yeah. Like when she pulled her arm back. Mm -hmm. However, I wanted to point that out, but the man who testified to the science of blood spatter has been proven to be, like, not, like, consistent legit. and not uh, legit. Okay. Um, it's basically bunk science. Okay. So, it doesn't necessarily that mean that in this case it's not true. Yeah. But it's not. he confirmed. doesn't have a great track record. Yeah. So, okay. grain of salt. Now, I'm also going to talk a little bit about Darlie's police statement. Yay! So, she gave her official police statement. It is six paragraphs long. I just feel like she's just digging herself more and more into a hole. So it's six paragraphs long. The first three paragraphs explained everything that happened the day of the murders, like leading up. Like, she's like, I made dinner. I changed Drake's diaper. Why are you My husband that? and sister went to the store. Like, it's bizarre. Yeah. It's like, no one asked for this. No. You jump straight into what happened. Yeah. Like, I was asleep. Then I was not asleep. Yeah. Like, and so all of that takes up three paragraphs. Seeing the attacker and chasing him through the house occurs within two sentences. Huh. Because she doesn't have details. Yeah. And so the, it's like he's barely present in the statement at all. Yeah. Um, so when she writes about waking up to find the intruder, she does write that Damon woke her up presumably after being attacked. So okay. like he'd been stabbed six times and he's and still said, like mom like i think in the statement she said that he like touched her like to like wake her up i don't think he so would like, be able to i do don't that. think that that could have happened no she also writes that the attacker was quote walking away from her and that she walked after him hmm. i don't think you're gonna be walking, walking. <laughs> no after them and also her so her statement shows very little urgency yeah and also there is no inclusion of this like fight that supposedly happened between her and the attacker. Yeah. Like when did she get these defensive wounds? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, no, it doesn't make any sense. Um, it yeah. It might not have actually happened. Um she also like so finally her verbs changed to like running once she realized that she had been stabbed. Yeah. Did she write all of this down? Yes. Okay. Yeah. There's, and then there's literally after those few sentences, there's more unnecessary details. She's like, Darren came downstairs wearing jeans and he didn't have his glasses on and I turned the lights on and it's like, we didn't need to know about about that. that. Like, yeah. Like I called the police. He came downstairs. I said like, blah, blah, blah. 
And it's like, by yeah. the time you call the police, they know what happened. They don't yeah. need your statement. <laughs> like, yeah. Weird. So um, now we're going to talk for a moment about the case that, or a part of this case that is infamous and that is probably what kind of sealed Darley's fate. Okay. Um, this event happened before she was arrested. Mm-hmm. So I think it was about eight days after the attack. It was Devin's birthday. And so they had like a little memorial and they went to her son's grave sites. And there is video of Darley smiling and like smacking her gum and singing happy birthday Uh, and spraying (laughs) silly string at the gravestones. (laughs) No. Yeah. That's so wildly inappropriate. Watching it is so uncomfortable. I I don't know how a sane person could think that that's an appropriate thing. Yeah. I can't imagine seeing some... If I saw someone spraying silly string at a grave, especially that fresh of a yeah. grave, I would be like, check her in to the the psych ward and get an evaluation yeah. because that's not some, that's something that's not right. Yeah. And so the thing with this is that they did have a, like a memorial service beforehand. But still... still I, like, the ground is fresh. And it's literally, I think what's so chilling about it, because like when I've gone to funerals, you know, you laugh, like you think you talk about happy memories. Yeah. But you're sobbing while you're laughing. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're upset. And you're she's not like literally bright eyed, like, smiling. It's, I think part of it to me too is like her, like chewing gum and like yeah. sil- spraying silly string. It's, the silly string is what gets me. And silly string is aggressive. I was going to say, that does not come off easily. You just no. like basically like met like what is the word like vandalize your children's graves yeah and she said like darley's sister was the one who like brought the silly string and it was because bad planning lady devon like loved silly string that might be a couple years down the line yeah. kind of celebrate like celebrating the life and know? i'm just like it's i understand like maybe your son loved silly string but that is not mm, no it's not appropriate <laughs> it's just really i was trying to think of something weird that might like if I were to die like that people would do <laughs> but I don't think I'd do anything I don't know I would never that's like saying someone and likes also, to do it's like someone likes to use spray paint and like they like to do cool graffiti designs and their family's like all right he's buried let's go do it well and it's also like this wasn't you know someone that passed away of natural causes that like yeah wanted to have a celebration murder. of life like these were your sons that were brutally murdered eight days ago eight days ago you don't know who quote unquote who did it yeah like i don't think that i don't know it just is very strange so i I do not like that they had that response yeah during deliberations the jury asked to see this footage nine times oh i would have to be like am i actually seeing yeah i would think it's a joke yeah i'd be like this is not real guys this is not real so the jury um after seeing all that deliberated for only eight hours before coming back with their verdict and sending her to death row yeah so now there is the theory that Darley is innocent. I have a question before you do that. Yes. Do you know what her husband and other child think about it now? Yes. Okay. Well, I find. They, well, so I, I can find just out. tell you now. Okay. They think that she's innocent. Okay. Darley and Darren stayed married for like 15 years after this. Wow. And then, so only recently. Yeah. They, they got, got divorced in 2011, and mm-hmm. they just said it was basically from like not like they're not able to see each other like they kind of just were like it's been difficult yeah yeah and i'll talk a little bit more about drake at the end too. okay but i have i have i have feelings about it yeah (laughs) dang so just a few things that 
point to Darlie maybe being innocent. There are some things. There are some things. I'm going to get to more of the evidence um, yeah. later on. Okay. I need to know what would make me as a juror be yeah. on the line. Yeah. That, that video of Slow String would definitely push me yeah. over the edge, though. So, first of all, while she was in the hospital, Darlie was given pain medication prior to being questioned at all. So that's okay. going to mess with your story yeah. a little bit. I mean, that's the same thing like keeping someone in an interrogation room for a really long time mm-hmm. and messing with them. The life insurance policies. Yeah. I, I don't think that that's motive. No, um, $10,000 is not going to do anything. Darlie herself literally said it wasn't even enough money to like bury them. No. Oh my gosh. It's so expensive. Yeah. And also it like that's not enough to try and like do an insurance scam especially if you're gonna like stab yourself in the process yeah why would you like your medical bills are not gonna be cheap no that's not no it doesn't make sense but the prosecution really went hard at darlie they suggested that she had postpartum depression which she did yeah and how how young was the baby again um he was like less than a year okay like he was young but they suggested that darlie just was a very spoiled woman and that she didn't want, like, her lavish life to end. I hate... I don't like that. Yeah. If it was a man, mm That would not be said. And really, they did that because she was, like, blonde and, like, pretty. And they're, like... It was very Sexist, misogynistic yeah. and why they pointed at her like that. Yeah. Um, I would argue that for someone with, like, a very lavish lifestyle, $10,000 is nothing. Not no, 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 Like, no. No. <laughs> that's not going to do anything for don't you. Don't get me wrong. I would take $10,000 in a uh, second. For us? We're yeah. not. <laughs> We're not I rich. mean, for someone who like lives in a huge house yeah, yeah, and like, yeah. 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 But there was also an $800,000 policy on Darren. Yeah. Why wouldn't she just do that? So if Sorry. her <laughs> whole motive was money, I yeah. mean, yeah. She would have done the whole thing. Exactly. Um, we'll get a little bit more into Darren later, but I do want to bring up that Darren admitted to talking to Darlie's father in the spring of 96, a couple months prior, Yeah. about potentially hiring someone to break into the house, steal stuff, and like commit insurance fraud. Dude. It's oh. interesting to me that he said this, and there was a lot of jewelry on the counter. Yeah. Like, it was like a bag of jewelry. Like, yeah, that's over, weird. Like, on the counter, that's weird. Yeah. And he had also successfully pulled off an insurance scam in the past. He told Darlie this. Darren? Yes. Dang, dude. So. Yeah, that there, doesn't look good. Yeah. There also was a $250,000 life insurance policy on Darlie. Yeah. So. His was way higher. Yeah. Dang. But he was also the one who was making money. the money. Yeah. Jeez. One doctor said that Darlie was suffering from traumatic amnesia, which is why her statements didn't totally match up. Okay. Which makes sense. That can happen. Yeah. Neighbors had testified that they'd seen a dark car slowly driving down the street in weeks before the crime and that the car would occasionally stop by the Routier's house. So. Okay. Which could go along with the insurance scam. Yeah. Um, also, do you like know what I the said, previous insurance? I don't remember. Was? It wasn't like a huge one. Like okay. it wasn't, it wasn't breaking into the home. Yeah. I don't remember what it was though. Okay. I, I'm not sure actually if he even like told the press, you okay. know, or if okay. Darlie told the press, but gotcha. like I said before the silly string thing, they did have like an entire, like two hour long vigil for the boys. Yeah. But did she cry in it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. But it's a major fail on the part of the defense that they did not show this video to the jury. Yeah. Because literally one of the jurors was like, I didn't know that existed. Yeah. Like they just really botched her defense. Oh, yeah. 
Did um, they pay yeah. for the defense attorney or was it given to her? They paid for him. Oh, yeah. And they didn't do that? Yeah, Ooh. they paid a lot for him. Dang, sue them. <laughs> <laughs> Can you sue your attorney? Probably. Okay, I, I would. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, Darley appealed, um, citing that the transcript transcript from her trial had like a crazy amount of errors like when they like did the court reporting yeah um and the state was like eh we'll offer you a deal uh we'll trade your sentence for a life in prison if you plead guilty and she said no yeah so she still got that life sentence yeah like i said her defense did not seem to do a good job of defending her yeah um but one thing that is interesting about their relationship with the defense team, mm -hmm. Darley and Darren made the defense team promise not to imply a reasonable doubt for Darley's guilt by making the jury doubt Darren. Weird. Okay. Yeah. Mm, they probably just didn't want either. They didn't maybe say they're good parents and that they're doing that out of a genuine place of like, we don't want both parents to be in trouble and our kid to be mm -hmm. taken away kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I get it, but that makes it so That's weird. weird. And also, like... They don't have as much evidence on him. Exactly. So they might not even be able to take it to trial. Exactly. So. And also, like, if he's completely innocent, like, why are you like, well, we got to protect him? Yeah. Reasonable doubt is the biggest thing in a trial. Mm -hmm. And to not be like, oh, if this was the case, then how did Darren not... You know, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just very strange. There was also, like, a whole thing with the trial where, like, Darlie and Darren went on like a radio show and like talked about the case and broke like a like a gag order about the case uh -huh. so i think that there was also they were in trouble for that and stuff so yeah. i don't fully understand all that crap so i don't know yeah. huh. so other things about why darlie could be innocent first off mothers who kill their children usually don't stab them yeah. Usually it's like poisoning or something. Yeah. Um, and this was brutal. <laughs> yeah. But if you want it, it to happens. look... It happens. It does. And also if you want it to look like someone else did it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But... Maybe she underestimated what she was doing. Like... Yeah. I don't know. Darlie also had extensive bruising on her arms. Yeah. So, I don't know how you do that to yourself. Like, it's like her, her whole arm yeah. is like blue it, the picture i will definitely post a picture of it but there's definitely so there's contention over it yeah um no nurses made any note of it during darley's stay in the hospital hmm. and some people argued when she arrived to the questioning with this bruising that like the time frame didn't make sense yeah. for it to have been inflicted during the attack it could have happened like that after. it could have happened after yeah however for this time, like, she would have had to inflict it in the hospital. Yeah. And they're and like, they're how? Yeah. Basically, the bruising is just weird. Like, people don't really know for sure the time frame on it or, like... Yeah. It's just really weird. But it's it's intense. Yeah. So, it's definitely, like, I don't know how she would have... Yeah. ...done that to herself. But also, once again, I go back to her not really talking about, like, the fight with the attacker and stuff and it's like yeah how do you have that like it's like continuous bruise yeah like it's not like it's weird. a couple big ones i don't yeah. know i mean i've never fought for my life before so i don't I know mean, the but. only times that i've like seen i've seen people get like huge bruises like big on like their leg or something from mm -hmm. like if they were wakeboarding or something yeah. it like hit the wall like all at once hit yeah. something but i don't know it's it's weird yeah so there's that. So then some of the other evidence that could point to an attacker. 
There were some bloody fingerprints found in the house that couldn't be identified. So there was a bloody fingerprint on the glass coffee table in the living room. And there was a bloody fingerprint on the utility room door. Okay. And these fingerprints are unidentified. And this is where it gets tricky. They ruled out Darley. Like they couldn't say that it was Darley's. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that it's not like just a little too smudged yeah. to be matched to her. Yeah. Um, How are there only two fingerprints and no other evidence yeah. of someone else? The state of Texas still has not run these prints through identification systems. They have like weird like rules of why they haven't yet. And it's weird and stupid. Okay. And they failed to get prints from Devin and Damon. So they took like footprints of them, of their, their bodies. Yeah. But they didn't take their fingerprints. Hmm. I understand they're kids and they're going to look like their fingerprints are going to be smaller probably but they didn't have their fingerprints and they exhumed their bodies to try and get fingerprints it was too late but yeah basically they had been buried together holding hands and their fingerprints had been like gotten wet and like ruined so they haven't been ruled out yeah but like i don't think either of those children were gonna like reach up and touch something also and it definitely like it would be on the door yeah i think okay based on picture if she was on their couch i would assume did you see pictures of this well no Okay, Based good. on, Darley like drew a map weird. of the living room. I'm going to post it. I yeah, saved it. Yeah, that's weird, lady. Okay. Um. Yeah. There was also a knife in the kitchen that police believed had fibers on it that matched the slashed window screen. Okay. So like it would suggest that she slashed it. Yeah. However, these fibers could have belonged to brushes that forensics used to dust for prints. Okay. So. That's a stupid mistake they mm-hmm. could have made. And then there's the sock. Yeah, that was found weird. a couple blocks away. Um, I don't think she ran out there and put it out there, to be honest. Yeah. But if Darren helped, maybe. Exactly. And so the sock is weird because Damon, it gets into like a weird timeline thing. Damon could only have lived for like eight or nine minutes after being attacked. Yeah. And the 911 call took up nearly six minutes, which would leave Darley only like two minutes to like run the sock down the road, yeah. come back and then injure herself yeah so if she was the one who planted it there she would not have had time no it was also like they had like a gate and it wasn't like a straight shot yeah so the timeline does not totally make sense yeah when when was the sock found i mean i think the sock was found like pretty soon, soon? like i okay. mean like when they're investigating the scene and like stuff. before the boys were removed from the scene i believe so okay because i was gonna say like maybe it was on one of them and fell off if they were transporting them Mm-mm. but i don't know I don't think so. It's It was also, like, not in the road. Okay. It's, like, in the grass, like, next to someone's trash can. Oh, okay. Weird. Weird so, then. yeah. That's kind of the two theories. Um, and now I'm going to talk a little bit more about Darren and kind of introducing some alternative yeah. theories. I, I will say my opinion really fast on... Do it. I don't think I would have given her the death penalty. I agree. Well, one, like, I don't like the death penalty, yeah. but... It's definitely not there's a solid enough, enough There's case. enough doubt. Yeah. There's enough things that lead you, like, I don't know. I, don't I agree. Think. I'm just like, I would have enough doubt. I would not, I don't think I would be against saying she's guilty necessarily mm-hmm. based on that evidence, but I don't think I would give her the death penalty. Yeah. It's kind of a side tangent. Do you know, I've never done jury duty, but if you are like in a state where the death penalty is happening, if they, do they ask you like, oh yeah, I think so. And if you say that I, you don't like it, do they not let you? 
Oh yeah. Oh good. I don't want to have to be in that position. <laughs> if you're, I think yeah, because the prosecution's not going to want you. Yeah. Like they are both trying to get jury yeah. members that are going to be more on their side. Yeah. But like, <laughs> if I ever have to do jury duty, it better be something juicy. <laughs> I don't want it to be like gross, but it better be juicy. <laughs> but yeah. But I never want to have if, to decide that. If they asked you like, are you against the death penalty, and you said yes, they would probably I'm be out. like, yeah, no. <laughs> Good. They like, I, don't want you to have like moral complications of any oh, kind. So I have a lot of moral complications. Yeah. It's messed up. If you it really is. <laughs> yeah. So Darren, there's questions, you know, was he involved? If he was, was Darley also involved? Yeah. So Do they ever fight with their kids a lot. Hmm? Do they ever fight with their kids a lot? Darley and Darren? Yeah. Like, is, do they not like them? I mean, I don't think. I mean, there weren't like reports. I'm like, it, what is their know? motive then? Yeah. I'm like, what is their motive? You have one for Darren? Well, no. Okay. I mean, so basically all of the motives that they painted for Darley of just like, not even just the money, but a lot of them were like, having kids was too much kind of thing or like okay, whatever. Okay, a baby. Yeah. <laughs> I have an opinion. I will get to it at okay. the end, kind of that I believe. Okay. But um, so Darren did take a polygraph and he failed. Great. Um, there Do you were, know the questions? Yes. <laughs> there were several questions that he failed on and these were them. Were you involved in any plan to commit a crime at your house on June 6th, 1996? Failed that one. Um, did Could you, have been the robbery. Yeah, exactly. Um, they asked, did you stab Darley? Failed that one. <laughs> Do you know who planted the sock in the alley? Failed that one. Failed that one. Can you name the person who stabbed Darley? Failed that mm-hmm. one. Oh, yeah, they totally did it, but I would not give them the death penalty yeah. still, but... Um, the polygraph examiner he wasn't on trial <laughs> the polygraph examiner literally looked at Darren after he failed it and said you were involved in the murder yeah and Darren was like no no and the examiner said quote I find it fascinating I can accuse you of stabbing your wife and trying to cover it and you can sit there and smile at me yeah and Ew. he was like kind of like smiling he was like no like poor polygraph guy yeah that's so the polygraph nice. man was like you did it man yeah so that's weird. Back to the dark car thing that people thought they saw dark cars. There's no reason to believe that that dark car wasn't someone hired by Darren to help with an insurance scam. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. And um, a lot of people do believe that Darren was involved and that he helped her kill the kids. Yeah. Um, and they believe then the theory that goes then that Darren was the one who cut Darlie's neck yeah. and Darren was the one who planted the sock. Yeah. So So they still think she murdered the two boys. They don't yes. think he did that. Uh yes, I believe so. Okay. I would say maybe he did the really he, aggressive one. He his blood, I guess, and stuff wasn't there. Like he wasn't found. Well, cuz I'm like I'm a sh- I'm sure he had blood on him because he was doing CPR. Yeah, he's doing CPR. Well, that's why I, and he did it on the one that was more aggressively. Mm-hmm. I think he would have done that one more. That one seems more like a man would do that aggressively. Yeah. And here's my like theoretically they stab the kids he runs the sock down the road yeah. while darley's on the phone and then she's like oh he's coming down the stairs yeah instead of from outside so yeah anyway, i don't know sorry i keep cutting you off. no you're good it's it's so like i just yeah this one's so messed up there's also the theory that there was an intruder but that darley and darren like knew and that it was a planned intruder yeah if Darren is guilty, I do kind of believe that Darley is as well, unless oh, yeah. he hired someone. Like, the only way I can see him being guilty and her not being guilty is if he hired someone. And then he just like, sat there and watched. And she just sat there and watched? No, like, if he hired someone and they 
if there was an intruder and she just didn't know because I can't see there not being an intruder and him stabbing the kids and her and her not like still standing by him. You know what I mean? Yeah. True. Um, but Darlie has said in interviews that she does have questions over whether Darren orchestrated the ordeal, Hmm. which is interesting. Especially after she said, don't put any blame on him. Yeah. Darlie and Darren divorced in 2011, citing the difficulties of the circumstances. Like I said, after their divorce, this is weird. I am going to get through everything else I wrote and we can talk a little more about what we think because I don't even know. After their divorce, Darlie started a relationship with another man named Darren. Uh, That didn't last, but it's weird. I don't, I mean, you know, I have opinions on stuff like that. Yeah. Darlie got a job in prison and her job is stitching baby blankets. That's creepy. I would not want one. Isn't that messed up? Yeah. Why is that a prison job? I don't, I have no problem with someone who like stole something, stitching up a baby blanket, you know, but like also prison labor is a whole nother thing, but yeah, um, so Drake grew up with Darren. Um, How old is, is he now? He would be like 25. 20, he, what? I think he's around 25 now. Oh my gosh. Older um, than us. <laughs> he, when he was still a teenager, was diagnosed with cancer. This poor oh kid. My he is in remission now, thankfully. Um, but yeah, he still has a relationship with his mom. They're able to like speak and stuff, mm-hmm. but like they have not, you know, been able to like hug or anything, like yeah. even when he was going through cancer and stuff. Brutal. Which is brutal. This w- poor kid. I know. Like, Jeez. yeah. He has not had an easy life. No. Darley. So it sounds like the way that the death penalty works, you have three appeals. Yeah. Um, she has used two. So she has one appeal left. And if it does not Yikes. go well for her. They will set an execution date. Um, when does that appeal happen? Do I know? don't think they've picked, like, I don't think she's done it yet. Okay. You know? So basically, I'm just going to end on this. Okay. On on my written stuff when we can yeah. keep talking like this. There was a documentary that I watched and Darlie did an interview. And she spoke of how, quote, I'm at peace because I know I'm innocent. And while, like, okay, yeah. So that's what she said. That's Sorry, the whole quote. The quote. Like, okay. basically, she was like, I'm at peace. Like, I know I'm innocent. Yeah. And, like, I'm at peace with it or whatever. I'm like, okay, I respect, like, being at peace with your circumstances. But... Th- theoretically you are saying you're at peace your son's killer has not been found yeah like i would not i would be constantly fighting like it wasn't me figure out who did it yeah and it's like the fight should not be like just about i'm innocent the fight should be about my son's killer is out there yeah Like, like figure that out the thing that makes me the most mad is that even now it's still all about darlie and her being like I'm innocent and yeah. not about the kids. <laughs> like, yeah. Which just, I don't know. Yeah. There's definitely at the very least some sort of narcissism there or yeah. something because from the 911 call on, it's she only all thinks about, about Darlie. Yeah. And not about her sons and justice. Yeah. I don't know. I think I am more prone to believe that Darren was involved in oh, some yeah. way. And yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure if I believe that he like hired an intruder or if I believe that he was involved, just I mean, actually. maybe he, here's what I was thinking. Maybe he planned, that's why he got the jewelry out and stuff. He planned with someone else to come do that. But then they like, bat, like it didn't happen. Like they were like, never mind, I don't want to do it. And then he was like, well, I still want some money. Exactly. And then they got crazy and did that. Yeah. And then it's like, I almost wonder, there was $250,000 life insurance on Darlie. He's like, maybe. So like, was he planning 
on but she's not giving him up though Hmm? she didn't give him up i know it's just it's so yeah this case is so weird yeah i don't know what i believe i definitely don't think they're definitely innocent yeah they're they're, involved in some way yeah they did something but i don't think that the story they painted is complete for them to figure out who did it either yeah like (laughs) yeah I don't know. I definitely don't think that the trial was just. No. But. I just can't believe that neither of them has been like, as soon as she got arrested, like, it wasn't her. Like, who else? Like, figure out who did it. And she was like, it yeah. wasn't me. Figure out who did Cause it. Because, like, like, there's plenty of video. Literally, there's video of her. Even like even if you're just thinking about yourself, you should be like, it wasn't me. It was someone, like, figure, like. Yeah. Because, like, so literally the video of her walking into prison, like, she's in, like, the white, like, essentially, yeah. like, gown. And she's like, I'm innocent. But that's all she says. Like, yeah. I'm like, say something about your sons. Like, say something about. Yeah. My sons need justice and this isn't justice. Yeah. Like, well, and just like, even if she doesn't think about them at all, she should be thinking about herself. Like, it wasn't me. Like, like, I literally think like, as a narcissist, she can just be like fighting for herself. Like, she yeah. wasn't and doing I mean, that. She is. Like, yeah, but she's not fighting for herself by like trying to put the blame on someone else that's the thing it's like even if you don't know be like i just think that you would want them to be looking at other people because that's like the only way you're gonna like you have to like prove some doubt there with that yeah you know it's so weird (sighs) yeah that's messed up it's they they're a very complicated one yeah don't sue us but (laughs) i don't have any money you're not gonna get anything Listen, no no scams here. Yeah. <laughs> Not allowed. No. Do you want but. our crappy <laughs> Target furniture for 20 bucks? Your <laughs> <or> bookcase? <laughs> but, but Yeah. So that is the case of Darlie Routier. Yep. I feel like I was all over the place in That's that, okay. but it's very messed up. Oh, yeah. That's fine. Uh, let's, let's sum it up. Uh, follow us. Follow us on Instagram at Something Sick Podcast or on Twitter at A Sick Podcast or, sorry, I forgot to say, <laughs> on TikTok at Something Sick Podcast or email us at Something Sick Podcast at gmail.com. And we still have stickers. Yeah. So, we want to message give you stickers, us. please. Yay. Yay. We will talk to you next time. Bye, homies. Peace out. Mm-hmm.